big star out of me. We'll make a film about a man who's sad and lonely. And all I gotta do is act naturally. Well, I'll bet you I'm gonna be a big star. Might win an Oscar, you can never tell. The movie's gonna make me a big star. Hello and welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II, and of course, that is uh, our good buddy uh, coming in a little bit late. Come on, walk, walk over here. Come on, come on, walk, walk in front of the camera. Wave it, wave at your friends. Up, oh, what the wrong camera? Well, there, there he is. Yes, welcome. I'm sorry, I'm late. That's okay. That's Hoss Cartwright. So you have to prioritize sometimes. Yep, and this wasn't at the top of my list. So <laughs> I had to check the Tim Cam. <laughs> the Tim Cam. Hey, the Tim Cam. Where's the Tim Cam? Tim, yeah, Tim. Tim, you there? There you. Yeah, he's, oh, he's yeah, asleep at the it. wheel. Just as he should he's be. A, uh, the excitement yeah. is palpable, well, isn't it? Well, last week he caught it on fire, and so well, he caught the uh, board on fire. Caught, yeah, Tim caught yeah. the board on maybe fire. Maybe he'll catch on fire. This they, time. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He maybe has, his he hair has, will catch has, on he fire. He has a lot of good hair to burn. Yes, he does. That uh, that is Tim Foster on the Tim Cam. That, of course, is not Hoss Cartwright. That is Greg Tillman. I prefer little Joe. <laughs> maybe kinda, I don't. That's later in the no, show, maybe man. Maybe I don't. That's later in the show. I am Noel T. Manning II, and we do talk movies each week right here on C19 TVs. Meet me at the movies and also simulcast by audio feed, WGWG.org. So we, uh, we appreciate you hanging out and uh, engaging in the joy of cinema with us, uh, however you choose to do that. And also online, you can check out the feeds at c19.tv, and you don't have to type in www. Do you not? You do not. Well, I'm not doing something right. That's right, Greg. Because I tried to, well, okay, good. I'm not going to yep. muddle anyone's you don't have to. more than you don't I have normally to. If do. you want to, you can. There's no rule that says you can't Well, who wouldn't it? want to, really? Exactly. You get the full internet experience. And get it faster. A lot and of stuff. if you feel to... real lucky, put the HTT, <laughs> HTTP <laughs> colon, colon backslash backslash www. go wild. But we're not going to do that because we don't have enough time for that. <laughs> Speaking of not enough time, there's a heck of a lot to cover today. Uh, we've got three movie reviews we're going to try to get through. We've got a take five. We've also got um, home delivery, which we will probably not get to, and a movie quote, which we will get to. Um, three movie reviews, two are not that great. One uh, I would highly recommend. Not highly, but I would recommend. Um, Greg, good to see you this week. Thanks uh, for joining us as well. I'm so happy to be here. You are, man. You're happy to be anywhere and everywhere. So uh, I'm right there with you, man. I appreciate it. That did but, sound sincere, right? <laughs> yes. No. no. Uh, it sounded as sincere as you meant it to be. Yeah. Um, and speaking of sincere, this is sincere. Uh, we did have a Hollywood uh, death yeah. uh, since we last met. Uh, we do talk about these and share these with you. Uh, Harry Dean Stanton uh, passed away at 91 years old, a face that a lot of people will recognize. Um, uh, one of these uh, character actors that showed up, uh, shown up in so many films, um, his career uh, first got started uh, after World War II. He was a World War II vet. And then in 57, he landed his first starring role. Uh, films like Cool Hand Luke, he was on the TV show Gunsmoke. Uh, films like Pretty in Pink, uh, Twin, Pink's TV, Twin Peaks TV show Alien. Uh, this guy worked continuously for six decades. Right. Um, really a wonderful, wonderful guy to see on film. And the last film that I saw him on was a reel-to-reel -reel award winner last year called Hux. It really? was a short film. Um, Magena Tova uh, was the... Uh, she was Magena Tova. Um, okay. She was an actress, um, the director, the writer, the editor for this film called Hux. 
and I uh, got a chance to interview her and spend some time getting to know her over the past year. And uh, he was the, he was like her father uh, on this uh, on this film. But um, just a, a great actor and uh, really kept busy. And everybody who got to work with him just loved this guy. So right. he kept reinventing his, his career too. Yeah. 80s Repo Man. Yes. And then a few years ago, Big Love on HBO. Yes, absolutely, really absolutely. Yeah. So uh, Harry Dean Stanton passed away at 91. Great career. And uh, hate to see him go, but a lot of work to go back and look at uh, that he was uh, involved in uh, over the years. Um, other Hollywood news, I want to share uh, Hollywood news. Halloween, you know the Halloween uh, movie? What are they up to, like number 20 now? Yeah, well, yeah, 20-something, yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, this a few weeks ago when we were talking about um, slasher films. Right. And che Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. Toby Hooper, who passed away. Yep. Well, Halloween is going to be coming back with a familiar face. Jamie Lee Curtis will reprise her role um, as Laurie. This is the Did, fifth Didn't she time. die? Wasn't she killed in one of the... No, Jamie Lee Curtis. No, she's alive. Her, not, Jamie Lee Curtis I got alive. her. I get her in Harry Dean Stanton. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> Did, what, didn't she die in one of the Halloweens? I, I, yeah, I think she did. I, and she came she's back. She's a ghost? But, but she's, no, back as a, she's back. We'll find out. She's back. Uh, and her. this is the 10th Halloween film, uh, the 10th sequel but this is her fifth time back. Uh, the original director, John Carpenter, will be back as oh. a producer, not directing, oh. but as a producer. But 40 years after that original, it's amazing, that was 40 years ago. Uh, so get ready to break out your Michael Myers mask. And no, I'm not talking about the guy from Wayne's World and Austin Powers, different Mike Myers. But if you watched Logan Lucky this summer, you would have seen those Michael Myers masks. Which is actually a William Shatner mask, isn't it? Oh, the the, um, the Mike Myers mask, the original from Halloween. Yes, yeah. it is. It's yeah. a William Shatner face yeah. that wasn't painted. So, yeah. yes, that's exactly right. Good job. Look at this guy. He is smart. I, I know all the useless stuff he that's is out there. I don't know anything that's brilliant. important in life. You are worth every ounce of gold that nobody pays you here. So, so thank you. I'm worth what I'm paid. You are yeah. worth what you're paid. So, so thank you very much. But wanted to mention that, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, in the new Halloween film will be released next year. Uh, also, um, I, I got non-viewer mail. Non-viewer mail uh, How does came that work? in. Well, it's uh, from people who are not viewers, um, <laughs> and then they send in mail. Well, um, so who, uh, you know, if they're not watching, why do you care? I, I guess it's this is maybe You're what just people that nice tell them. I, I, I guess non-viewer mail comes from those that don't watch, but maybe you out there watch and you tell your mom, and your mom says, "Well, that's just stupid." And so, uh, anyway, that's uh, hearsay, though. Uh, well, well, maybe, yeah. but but let's let's read this non-viewer mail. Uh, Dear Mr. Manning, last week you claimed that all clowns were creepy. Yes, I, I did. I don't have a problem with it so far. Uh, I am highly disappointed, saddened that you would make such a biased and generalized statement. All clowns should not be judged by the random acts of those like Pennywise on Stephen King's It. Uh, Mr. Manning, if you suffer from clownophobia, there is help for you. All right, uh, Mr. Manning, please accept my plea to re-examine your previous statement. This is submitted with respect for consideration from Krusty from Kaiser. So Krusty from Kaiser, uh, thank you so much I for think your I letter. Know Krusty and Kaiser. <laughs> Krusty and Kaiser, uh, thank you for your letter. I, I, I do acknowledge um, that I probably uh, should not have stated that all clowns are creepy. You are absolutely correct. I was wrong. I should not have done that. Uh, accept my heartfelt apology, sincere apology. 
You're apologizing um, to a clown? <laughs> no. Should be the other way around. <laughs> and, uh, and as I've pondered my generalized thoughts, uh, I've been reminded of several clowns from films that probably are not that creepy or freaky at all. So let me just, uh, point in case, I've, I've thought back on my thoughts. So let me just share some of these that, that are probably not creepy by your standards. Uh, the uh, Marvelous Mervo the Clown uh, from the film Blood Harvest as played by Tiny Tim from 1987. No, not, not creepy at all. Uh, also, no, there was nothing creepy about Tiny Tim. <laughs> and then he put clown makeup on him? Yeah, as no. normal as, uh, you know, a summer afternoon. Absolutely. So, uh, no, not creepy at all. Also, the Killer Clowns from Outer Space back from 1988. Nah, nothing creepy. Never seen it, but I love the title. Nothing creepy about that. Uh, also, the uh, Cannibal Clowns from 2012's Scary or Die. Not creepy. Nothing There's creepy. Nothing creepy about clowns no. or cannibals. No. no. And, and what about the zombie clowns from Zombieland? Or the zombie clown from Zombieland? I'd forgotten uh, about that. I looked the clip up. Yeah. 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 I laughed. I, laughed? I was. It was joyful. Joyful. Yeah. So that was too like Fisbo there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That clown right yeah. there. See, that's not creepy at all. No. Uh, and the fourth, I do want to share this one with you as well. Uh, the uh, lovable smiling skeleton crown, crown, clown. Crown. From 2014's American Horror Story Freak Show. So, uh, so special thanks out there to that non-viewer, Krusty uh, from Kaiser. Uh, you encouraged me to re-examine my fear of clowns. Uh, I feel much better. Uh, you are correct. Absolutely not all clowns are creepy. Uh, so yes, I do. So stand. between you and me, are all clowns creepy? Between you and me? Yeah. 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 Pretty, pretty dang creepy. So, uh, so anyway, thanks for allowing me to uh, re But you know, I've always kind of wanted to be a clown. You, you know, yeah. like in a, the Christmas parade or something? I don't uh, know why. Yeah. Now, what would you do if you were a clown on the Christmas parade? I'd probably scare people. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really gotten that far. <laughs> so, so thank you for the non-viewer mail. You can always send that to, uh, to, to Greg Tillman. No. Uh, info no. at C19. C19.tv. That is our new, for every show, if you have a comment mm -hmm. or Criticism Absolutely. or non-viewer mail. Non Info mail. at c19.tv. And you can also, uh, if you just want to tweet it, at USA, and we will respond that way as well. So uh, thank you. And also I do have one correction. Last week I was talking about the film American Assassin. Yeah. I talked about Taylor Kitsch. Uh, starring in the film Taylor Kitsch. Okay. You know, from John Carter and from Friday Night Lights. So I, I don't I said know he, he was the, I don't know who the he star. He was the American Assassin. I was wrong. He's in the movie. But the actual American assassin is Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien? I don't know and him either. That's not Darby O'Gill's cousin. But Dylan O'Brien's completely different. But Dylan O'Brien is the American assassin uh, starring opposite Michael Keaton, not Taylor Kitsch. Uh, Dylan O'Brien, if you've watched the Maze Runner films, you would recognize I don't know that. either one of them. No, <laughs> you don't. They're flavors of the month. They are flavors of the month. But uh, and, and did you check out American Assassin over the weekend? No. No? Well, no, I'll tell you what. We're going to talk about a film you can check out this weekend, opening this weekend, uh, The Kingsman. Uh, the Kingsman, The Golden Circle. This is a sequel to the 2015 blockbuster film that brought in over $414 million worldwide. Dang it, that's a heck of a lot of money. How much? $414, $414 million, million worldwide. Wow. Yep. I knew it was a hit. I didn't know yep. it was a monster. Yeah, monster hit. Uh, the film does open this weekend, so this is kind of your sneak peek to, to check out. Uh, you saw it last night, didn't you? I, I saw it uh, at an early screening in Charlotte yeah. uh, this week, and a uh, huge crowd uh, watching this film. They had 50 seats saved for uh, critics, film critics, and their guests. 
And I sat home and watched uh, American Ninja Warrior or something. <laughs> Why was I not there? <laughs> well, uh, there was some American Ninja-like activity in uh, the uh, Kingsman, The Golden oh, very Circle. Very good segue. There you there. go. Well, what is this film about? Well, the British Secret Service Agency, uh, the Kingsman, they are under attack from a rogue failed agent. This is a guy who didn't make it as an agent. And also an international drug kingpin who wants to hold the world hostage. That's kind of the nutshell of what the story uh, is about. Uh, it, it follows the surviving members of the Kingsmen who mostly get wiped out in the first five minutes of this film. Uh, and also the American counterparts that you meet called the Statesmen, um, led by a character by the name of Whiskey. Yep, Jeff Bridges stars as Whiskey. Oh, okay. They all have these kind of, kind of code names. Yeah. Uh, and they're trying to save the day and in the process trying to save the world. Um, a really great extended cast. I mentioned Jeff Bridges, but also Julianne Moore stars as a very darkly uh, disturbed and a creative mastermind who has found a way to uh, take care of the drug trade throughout the world and poison it. So basically anybody who takes said drugs um, has to come to her for help. And so that's how she's holding the world hostage. You find this out really early on in the film. Uh, Jeff Bridges is in this as well as the leader of the statesman, Holly Berry, or Halle Berry, or Haley Berry, depending on where you're from. Uh, Channing Tatum is really set as... That's a woman, right? <laughs> no, it's not Stalker <laughs> Channing. Jeff thought. That's Jeff thought it was Stalker Channing. Yeah, my mistake. And he has it, me confused. Yeah, and it's not Tatum O'Neill. Channing Tatum is in this, but if you look at the poster, it looks like he's the star. He's in it for maybe 15 minutes. Is Colin so, Firth back? Colin Firth is back. Uh, spoiler alert, if you saw the first one, he did get shot, but he's not dead. But you find that out pretty early on as well. And if you watch the trailers, you realize uh, he's back minus an eye with an eye patch. Uh, and that doesn't mean that we're going to have one of the Pirates of the Caribbean showing up. But, but, plug, Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> home delivery. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? Uh, yes, it is both. Okay. If, if you live in the Caribbean, it's Caribbean. You lived in the Caribbean. I lived in the Caribbean. So what do they say down Caribbean. there? Caribbean. Caribbean? Yeah. So I guess that's what it is. Caribbean is what some people say, but yeah. uh, Dead Man Tell No Tells, that's out for home delivery because we're not getting to that this week, so hey, I just did. What do you think of that? Uh, also, uh, this is awesome. Elton John shows up in this film as Elton John, and absolutely loved it. Um, he, uh, his language gave it the R rating. Uh, Elton's? <laughs> Elton's language, yes. I thought he only knew one word when I watched him several times in this movie. Oh, goodbye uh, Yellow Brick Road. I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, at first you thought it was just a small cameo when you see him on screen. You're like, that's kind of cool. But then he pops up several times. So he's in more up. than Channing Tatum? He's in it more than Channing Tatum. That's interesting. Yep. Um, also, uh, Taron Edgerton and Colin Firth are back uh, as the well-dressed, well-trained super spies. Matthew Vaughn is also back as the director. This movie is really, it's one part dark comedy, one part uh, FX-driven uh, action-adventure, one part political parody. You'll see some interesting things there, and also one part Twin Peaks. Throw all that together, you've got a great score offered by uh, Henry Jackman and some really wonderful action sequences with hit songs by Prince at the very beginning. Let's go crazy. Uh, and you'll hear Elton John songs uh, as well. Uh, really enjoyed this. Um, our language, as I mentioned, for um, the language, also incredibly violent. If you saw the original film, you'll know that this takes violence to the extreme, um, over the top, uh, some great one-liners, humorous dialogue, some very nostalgic references to uh, Rick Grease, uh, also the Knight Rider TV show. John Denver, 
The John Denver song, uh, Country Roads, comes back. This is the third film that I've seen in the past six months that references Country Roads. Huh. Logan Lucky did it. Yeah. Uh, and also uh, Alien Covenant did that really? very same song, Country Roads. Um, so, uh, and there's also some nods to the Cylons from Battlestar Galactica. Ooh. Old, yes. old Cylons or new Cylons? The, uh, well, both. The chrome ones? Both. You'll see. You'll oh, see. Both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, the chrome ones showed up in the new one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. yes, but but mostly the chrome I'm ones. I'm in just for the Cylons. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. in it for the Cylons. Uh, there were some recycled bits from the original film uh, that I saw. Uh, there could have been a few, a few of the scenes chopped out. Uh, two hours, 20 minutes long. So a long film, um, and there were just a few telegraph scenes. But overall, you know, I found this better than the original. Um, the original I gave a B minus rating. Um, this is a movie that if you're looking for an escape, uh, you're looking for something that's got over the top action effects and humor. Um, you know, it's 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 an escape for those that are of the right age for the box office this weekend. Uh, I will I do think also this is going to beat out it uh, as the number one film. It's been number one for the first two weeks, but I think this one will will beat it out. I think finally we're going to see a new number one at the box office. My rating for this. B. The original got a B minus. So there you go. That's uh, the Kingsman, the Golden Circle uh, in theaters now. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, the Tim Cam. Tim, you awake in there, buddy? You awake? Hey, not awake, but uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, special thank you to our sponsor, our sponsor for today's show. Uh, yeah, very special sponsor. Uh, uh, you may need this. Uh, the, uh, the, the Australian, uh, it's, it's called Australia. Uh, Hemorrhoid Australian cream. dream, is that it? Australia hemorrhoid cream. Uh, it helps those who need a little help down under. They're gonna put me in the movies. They're Welcome back to Meet Me at the Movies. Noel T. Manning the second here with uh, Sheriff Roy Coffey. Hey, Sheriff Coffey, how are you, buddy? Who is that? He was uh, one of the sheriffs from Bonanza. Remember the TV show Bonanza oh, with yeah, Hoss sure. and Little Joe? That yeah. was Sheriff Roy Coffey. Yeah, there I'm you go. probably that old. Yes, yeah. yes. I remember watching Bonanza... As a kid, my grandmother loved it. And well, I, I like coffee. And then like what, Ponderosa, was that yeah, like before or after? Yeah. No, the Ponder yeah, that's the name of the ranch. Yeah, but wasn't there a show called the Ponderosa as well? There's a steakhouse. Steakhouse, yeah. yeah. And there was a Bonanza steakhouse, but that's true. I'm getting hungry. Hey, Tim, Tim Cam, you got any food for us back there, man? Man, no, what's your, you're not useless. What? At least, useless. at least he's awake. Come on, give us some food, man. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure I know what he's pointing I don't know what, I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to stay away from that. Tim, Tim Cam, Tim Cam. That is correct, Phil, and I am Noel Manning. Uh, before the break, we talked about the Kingsman, the Golden Circle. I gave it a B. So if you missed that, uh, you can go back and watch it uh, or either go out and watch the movie. And don't worry about the review. Uh, two more reviews I want to try to fit in today as well. These are indie comedies. Uh, well, actually, one is an indie comedy, and the other one is just an indie bad film. Um, Big Bear is an independent film opening in a limited release this weekend and also video on demand same day. I really like how you're able to do this. We've talked a little bit about this before with, with these indie films or these limited release films that everybody can get a chance to check them out now. That's probably a good to. idea. It takes so much money, not just advertising, but prints and everything. Yep. Of course, it's digital, I guess, in yeah. a lot of cases. But just the distribution yeah, and, absolutely. and getting a film out there, you'd take it yeah. straight to... What, Whatever. Spectrum on demand or something. Yeah, or absolutely. Amazon and and that's, that's where you can find films like Big Bear that is opening, uh, as I said, today, uh, this, this weekend opening, uh, or if you're watching this during the week, it's opened now. Uh, it's written and directed and stars Joey Kern. Uh, he is kind of the force to be reckoned with in this film. Um, a he's a blonde-headed kid, and he, he goes by the name of 
Joe in this film, so he's had to stretch himself, uh, you know, yeah, Joey, Joe. So yeah, he, he wanted to remember, make sure people remembered who is he was. Is that kind of indicative of how creative this film is? <laughs> and original? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Uh, here's the storyline. Uh, after Joe's fiance cancels the wedding and runs off with another guy, uh, Joe's three best friends decide to kidnap the other guy. Uh, that is the story in a nutshell. And so the story question that drives it is, uh, you know, will will this this bachelor uh, make the other guy pay for breaking up his wedding, uh, and will he help? Will he make he will he make him dig his own grave? That's kind of what happens. Doesn't his fiance have a have you know? Isn't she ultimately at fault for dumping him for another guy? Uh, well, I would think the other guy was probably a little bit responsible. I would think the fiance was yeah. responsible. Um, so yeah, I think it's just his friends were they were they were drunk. I mean this. Oh well. Yeah, you know, okay. they were all about drinking. That explains. Yeah, it. here's the here's the deal. It took 25 minutes for the actual story to get started. Uh, after Long the friends, credits, opening credits. No, just it it was just took that long before anything to really feel like anything was worth happening. Yeah. You know, they didn't kidnap the guy until like 20 25 minutes into it, and so uh, it was really slow, pointless. This was another bachelor party wedding weekend gone wrong film. Uh, there were some laughable moments, uh, a few scenes I found funny. Uh, the acting was pretty decent. Uh, I'll give it that, some, some decent acting. Uh, some of the dialogue, the shot selections I thought were, were well done. But 80% of this was recycled you know, from stock characters and recycled story. Um, it was ultimately just a useless waste of time. I will uh, say there was one guy I liked that was kind of a cross between a a young uh, John Belushi and uh, Chris Farley. Uh, his name is Tyler, Tyler Labine is the actor's name, and I liked him. I liked his character. Um, he, he pulled off that kind of husky guy, um, kind of physical comedy. The guy with a beard? A guy with a beard, yeah, yep, too. had a beard. And uh, of course, he, you know, if you think about Bluto from Animal House, this guy had that kind of Bluto feel to it. But really, um, they try to get the message of this is, you know, what is love really about? That's kind of the thing they're trying to, to get the answer to, and it ultimately fails. Um, almost fails. I give it a D rating um, because I did laugh, and I, I did find some of the scenes funny, and I liked that particular guy. So there you go. That movie is called Big Bear. I would uh, probably stay away from that. Another film I'm going to stay away from this weekend because I've already uh, been tortured through this, uh, and, uh, and Greg Tillman uh, got a chance to check out some of this movie. You know, this is another reason I shouldn't be on this show, is I end up having to watch stuff like this. That wasn't this even movie, part of the deal originally. This movie is called Happy Hunting. This is an R-rated film, heavy R-rated film for language uh, and violence, a very ultra-violent uh, film, uh, really an ultra-violent version of The Most Dangerous Game. Uh, it's set a, 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 it's set um, it's easy for you to it say. It is. I, I, try to get me to say it again, and I can't. Uh, the I'm setting not of this, this out. No, no, no. <laughs> the setting of this is the U.S.-Mexican border, but on the U.S. side, you've got an alcoholic drifter uh, trying to escape uh, some drug guys after him because, well, he killed one of them, and so uh, some of their friends are trying to track him down. Owes him a lot of money. Uh, he ends up in this border town that has a great hunting festival. Well, the, the hunting is all about hunting humans. That's right, uh, it's really about a man's survival of the fittest, uh, where the best weapons are your mind and uh, whatever stamina you can build up and if you can find a baseball bat or two. Uh, I did really like the shot selections, the cinematography. Uh, I, I liked what they were doing. The muted colors worked well for me on this. 
I thought the score was kind of interesting uh, and the sound effects. And that was it. That was absolutely it. Um, this was so drawn out. Um, I really kept wondering when is this going to end. Um, it was 30 minutes to set up and then an hour of just human carnage. Uh, I kept wondering if the film would ever be over. Really a horrible excuse for a feature film. Um, I couldn't figure out if it was trying to be Most Dangerous Game, Death Race 2000, or Walking Dead. Uh, a grade of D for me for uh, the, uh, I forgot the name, The Happy Hunting. So what is your who, who thought? Who was the lead, uh, lead singer? Who was the lead actor in that? I, I didn't he care. he had zero charisma. I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't yeah, care. Yeah. I didn't know his name. I'm not even mentioning his name because the movie did you, was that You bad. watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. Because you kind of had to. You're a critic, right? I did. And I'm not. I did. So I just... You know, I'd go five minutes and I'd skip 10 yep. and I, you know, it was still felt like it took two hours yeah. to get through it. Yeah, I, I was really disappointed. I didn't go with any expectations other than I always liked the story of The Most Dangerous Game. If you've never read that story, I always liked it. Um, and I thought in, in a way, when I think back to something that did it better, um, I, I think about The Hunger Games because that was kind of a cross between the lottery yeah. and The Most Dangerous Game. Yeah, And right. it did it in, in, um, in a much better way than this. But, there was so, an episode of Gilligan's Island where there, there was. were humans too. Absolutely. Yeah. Gilligan's Island. Look at that. See, we're bringing nostalgia back right here on C19 TV. Uh, so anyway, uh, stay away from that movie uh, if you so choose. Or if you're just looking for Bad Movie Night, I just gave you two of them. All right, two, if you're looking for bad movie night, uh, you can check out Big Bear and you can check out Happy Hunting. Who wants a bad movie night? Dude, I did it. In college, Yeah. every week uh, I had a group of friends and we would, we would call it bad movie night. We would go to the local cinema and we'd say, what's the worst movie playing? We would have to sit through it. <laughs> we'd have to watch the entire thing. And if anybody left, they'd have to buy popcorn for the whole group the next week. Really? Yep. So bad movie night, we've all got it. So that's it almost for this week. C19 TV's uh, Meet Me at the Movies. Do you have any other thoughts or comments? No, I need to go. You need to go. I've got, I've got important right. things to yeah, do. See if you can be late again for yeah, something else. I, uh, I do want to leave you with a movie quote. The movie quote of the week. Uh, this does come to you from the original uh, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Uh, here it is. There is nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man. True nobility is being superior to your former self. Harry Hart said that, and he was quoting Ernest Hemingway, and so I will quote Harry Hart quoting Ernest Hemingway right here on Meet Me in the Movies. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate you, and keep the non-viewer mail coming. Till next time. I don't think we have a problem with that. <laughs> I'm Noah Manning. That is Little Joe, and you've been watching Meet Me at the Movies. That's a wrap. Happy train.